We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. Hello, my friends. I'm so happy to be connecting with you today on this beautiful spring day. Yes, you may have noticed relationships and life can be confusing and hard. And it seems once we get off track, it can be so hard to get back on it, to find our groove again. William James has said, one of the greatest discoveries is that a human being can alter his life by altering his attitude. But while in the throes of pain, anguish, and chaos, it can be hard to shift one's attitude from the negative to the positive. Well, today we're going to talk to someone who did that in a really big way. I don't know if I've ever heard a personal comeback story as riveting and inspirational as my guest, Marty McGibbon. Marty is an inspirational speaker, addiction treatment professional, and the best-selling author of Never Give In to Fear, laughing all the way up from rock bottom. But before Marty was any of these things, she hit rock bottom in every possible way. She suffered from a severe drug addiction, was trafficked into modern slavery in Tokyo, and held prisoner by Japanese organized crime and suffered immense physical and mental abuse. Eventually, Marty discovered and implemented a powerful personal program of daily renewal and emerged from her downward spiral with her sense of humor intact. She now draws from a deep inner wellspring of joy and enthusiasm as she shares simple, effective ways to get anyone in the throes of suffering and struggling back on track. So Marty McGibbon, thank you so much for being here today on Journey to Center. Hi, Tammy. Thank you for having me on. You have a pretty amazing story. Oh my gosh, I, I was reading your book and it made my head spin. Can you share with us a little bit about your history and how, where you've come from to get to where you're at? Yes, quick, quickly, I'll, I'll hit some of the, yes, quickly. I have had, I made a lot of mistakes, <laughs> like we all do, but it, I, it, big mistakes. And, and I, I have had, Literally a lot of comedy because I was a professional stand-up comic and um, and was doing pretty well at it. so I've had I've had comedy and tragedy. <laughs> in, That's true. <laughs> in, in my backstory, yeah, a, a lot of both. Um, the comedy I I had a Tonight Show scheduled, so I I was with Carson, and uh, that was a big deal back then. You know, just uh, he was a career maker, and I. Thought I had it all, and I had some issues in my life. I had had, I had not been lucky in in love, um, and I had not been. There were some things I'd had some severe tragedy, but at this point, I thought, oh, it's all mine. It's all mine. You know, and I made some terrible mistakes. I I had um, got mixed up with a, a boyfriend who was uh, just the absolute the boyfriend from hell, and uh, it was an abusive relationship, and he was an addict. Um, he introduced me to, to hardcore drug use. I had been a recreational drug user, but uh, I really went off. I, I it, it was was not just a, a downward spiral at that point. It was it was like a it was a power dive, and um, we quickly ended up living in my car. And um, it, it was just a 
he was terrorizing me and uh, it was it was a nightmare and I was ashamed to tell my family or any of my friends how, how far down I had slipped I um, I wanted to try to find a way to get out of it and my middle class values had kind of slipped away a little bit <laughs> at that point and I, I was just desperate and at that point the trafficker came into my life the person who sold me um, <clears throat> to, you know, traffic me to, to Japan. She was a woman who had an escort service, and I did know that. She said she was sending a girl every month and uh, to Japan, and she told me I could make uh, a considerable amount of money in a short period of time if I wanted to go. And I didn't realize how naive I was. I, everyone probably can see that you know, hearing this story, <laughs> but I, I just thought I, I was so desperate. I had a, a tunnel vision and addiction is a, is a disease characterized by lack of choice. And, um, the first, the choice to use in the beginning is a choice, but then after that, it, it's just a con- continuing, um, uh, option reduction. It's, it's the process that goes on until the, the final option is, is, is death. That's what happens with the disease. And at, at this is what happened with me. I had, um, I felt that I just couldn't see any other option. I thought, okay, I'm going to do this, even though, you know, it's nothing I want anybody to find out about. But no one in Japan, well, I don't know anybody there. And I thought, you know, I'll just go, and no one will ever know I went. And I'll go for like a, a week or two, and I'll make enough money to get away from this boyfriend, and I'll move to another city, and I'll get off drugs. You know, I was telling myself that kind of a story. You know, oh, it'll all be okay. I'll get off drugs. You know, that kind of. Uh, drug addled rationing, rationalization. So I went, it was a one-way ticket. And when I got there and I met my contact, he, they took me, he took me prisoner. And I, I was in an apartment under the control of these Japanese, um, organized crime figures for, um, well, that was, I was in that apartment for the, the entire time I was in Japan. So anyway, it was uh, everything you could imagine. It was it was terrifying, and it was um, threats of, of death and physical and uh, psychological abuse and sexual. How long were you there, uh, Marty? How long how long was, was that there, period of your life? I got there. Um, I got there at the beginning of November. Immediately, I, I was in this situation where I was brutalized and threatened. I realized what had happened and and how awful it was. And I, I, there was a guard sleeping in the in the apartment with me. I was constantly under guard. So I summoned my courage. But at first, I completely freaked out. And in my mind, I mean, I was starting to just completely lose control. And then I realized I had to stay in some kind of control and not to show fear. Because you, with the kind of people that were surrounding me, yeah, they would take advantage control, of that. Yeah, right. yeah, they would have killed me. So I, I, it's adversity introduces us to ourselves and we find strengths that we never knew we had. And that was the case with me. I found my courage and I just made myself two promises. One, I said, I am going home and I'm going to, I'm going to be home by Christmas. And I just thought this is it. And I'm hanging on to this visualization, no matter what I see around me, no matter what is happening here or whatever they think is going on, I'm going home and that's it. And, and I just sort of, I just thought I'm going to just, Hang on to this. It's going to be my sphere of of consciousness. <laughs> this is what it's going to be. And and um and I found some stabilization there. And then the second promise I made to myself was that I would be the very best um 
woman that I could be in this situation that I would have the grace to treat everyone that came in contact with me with with respect, no matter what. So it sounds like you took that with. pocket of time to set some very clear intentions and make some really strong commitments yes. to yourself. Is that yes. accurate? Yes, that's, that's exactly what I did. So, And then mm-hmm. I just hung on to them. And it was a rough ride. And um, But the beauty of it is that the exact right person came into that place who, who helped me to escape. And I was home. I was home with my family uh, uh, two, uh, two days before Christmas with my parents. Wow. And um, so uh, I, I uh, it, it was some, you know, it happened. Uh, but the thing is, you have to survive the surviving. And this is something that I, <laughs> I, I learned along my journey. I, yeah, and it sounds I like that was so really rock bottom. That was really rock well, bottom for you. And, and maybe that was the gift was of the rock bottom. bottom. Yeah. Yes, rock, rock bottom. That, that was rock bottom. But I, when, there I was with my family. Well, I, I didn't tell anybody. I mean, I didn't, I, I didn't tell I was too ashamed and too afraid. I was also terrified of the traffickers. I I had picked a fight with my family, uh, my my folks. I I, I um I got I, I was I was a mess. I emo- emotionally was falling apart. I flew back to California and uh, went back to that same boyfriend. Went back to the drugs and completely fell apart. And you know, and I I had uh, later learned that I had PTSD. Uh, I wandered homeless. I, I mean, I, you know, I was just, I was terrified of the traffickers. I went up to the Redwood country north of San Francisco to hide out and was, was homeless up there. The boyfriend beat me up, you know, almost killed me. I was running from him, this whole thing. It was, but during the year that I was homeless and I was homeless, like under the bridge because they didn't have homeless shelters back then. And I worked manual jobs. I had a, I cut firewood with an ax on this one firewood crew and I would, I was sleeping in an abandoned house. And but during that time I started to pick up the visualizations again, I thought, okay, I'm going to visualize myself as being okay. You know, so I used the same kind of, but during this time, I was hitchhiking from one job to another one, <laughs> one late night, foggy night, and it was real scary. But this guy came along, and I, I waved down this truck, this little pickup truck, and um, I asked for a ride. And the guy that was driving the, the truck gave me a ride. He was adorable. He was, just, he was you know, good looks and, and uh, charming. And, and we were driving along, and we were talking, and we had all these things in common. And it was just really great. And I thought, oh, my gosh. I really like this guy, but I'm homeless. I could never, you know, so anyway, he gave me his business card. He wanted to get in touch with me, and I was so embarrassed. He asked me for a number. I was so embarrassed. I just gave him, like, I made up a phone number. You know, so I was ashamed to tell him I was homeless. Well, several months later, it was it really gotten bad. I ran into him in the um, in, in, in a grocery store, and uh, he asked me what I was doing that night. And the thing is, I had been carrying in my backpack. Uh, just the essentials for survival, right? And I had to add, there was one thing that was a non-essential. It was a pair of this, these fancy high-heeled shoes that I that I had bought at a thrift store. And I thought, you know, one of these days I'm going dancing. And I'm just hanging on to that. Well, anyway, with him, um, when I saw him in the grocery, he said, hey, you know, I tried to call that number. <laughs> that kind of thing. He was really sweet. And he said, hey, you want to go out tonight? And so we went out and not only... 
did we go dancing, but he's my husband today, and we've been together. Oh my gosh, you're kidding. Years. That's, no. that's so amazing. That was, that was an amazing <laughs> thing that happened during that terrible year uh, of suffering. I met the love of my life my true love and he's my knight in shining armor and we and of course he was in the drug scene too though but we emerged from um from drugs together so you know yeah now you you've definitely gone on your path to healing and recovery and in fact you are a certified addiction treatment professional i'd like to know more about that yes well i you know i i I was a i was a stand-up comic and then i was a dope scene and then I was a stand-up comic again. Okay, so I mean, I went back to stand-up comedy when I got clean. And then I did comedy for for several, well, about seven years or so. But I, 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 I just, I wanted more. You know, I wanted to reach out and help people. In, and, and I thought about my own life and what had happened to me. And I thought, I want to be able to help. If I can just help one person not to go over the abyss like I did then I will feel as though I have not lived in vain. And so uh, to, to accomplish that goal, I've got a uh, training and, and education in chemical dependency studies. And I have four professional certifications. When I got my um, certification, I worked um, a population of women that wanted to be with women, and I had some opportunities to, to um, work there. And then I, I also worked, uh, I spent a year working for a facility in San Francisco uh, for homeless veterans. And that was an extremely rewarding year in my life. Uh, some of the mm-hmm. things that happened, um, the people who crossed my path, you know, who were on my caseload, tremendously uh, courageous people uh, who have taught me so much. And I've seen so many success stories. It, it, it's 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 very powerful. Recovery is very powerful, and it's amazing. The sky's the limit. Uh, addiction is a terrifying and, and awful disease. And uh, but the the thing that I learned that I knew in my own story, and then learned again and again in working with addicts who were also seemingly hopeless cases or appeared to be, it's possible to get a complete. I mean, you know, ninety percent, ninety nine percent turnaround, and just just the things that can happen once you make that commitment to change your attitude and change your way of thinking. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. If, am I answering your question in the way that you want it to be answered? You are. I mean, I really like hear? hearing this because, I, I mean, I haven't struggled with addiction to the degree that you have, but it seems like everybody, uh-huh. if they're in pain, can tend to medicate, medicate, self-medicate with whatever that might look like. For me, yes. it was dating. Yes. I was a relationship addict, you know, like you, I made yeah. some bad choices. Other people might be shopping. It could be alcohol, but there are things that we do, I think, <laughs> yeah. to distract ourselves to the from pain. the pain. Mm-hmm. And, and I think addiction. you said something earlier that I loved. The gift of rock bottom, it has the potential to introduce us to ourselves. And I think yeah. that's the commitment. <laughs> that is where we need to get to, to really make, significant, powerful, long-lasting changes in our lives. So, Marty, if somebody's listening right now and they're not in a very good place, they're struggling with whatever it is they're struggling with, what would you like to say to them right now? Well, I would say this. You have the power to change everything. And it's now in the present moment. And you don't know you have the power, but you've been looking for something 
that you already have. <laughs> that's, that's the whole thing. That's what happened with me. I, I had been um, looking for, for love and, um, and, uh, and, and safety and, and all the, all these things. And, and I was in anguish and, and suffering and I'd been blaming other things outside of myself. You know, if, if this was just different or if this hadn't happened or whatever. And one day I just had a moment of clarity and right now could be your moment of clarity. If you're not in a good place, sit with yourself in the present moment and just be in your body and be in the present moment and then say to yourself, the power is now and the power is in the present moment and I can make my choice. I have the power, we all have the power to change our attitudes, to control our destiny. It's in the present moment and just realize that you're surrounded by love, you are surrounded by beauty, you are surrounded by possibility. It's all around and it's all within you. And then mm-hmm. just accept mm-hmm. it and you begin the journey. I love what you're saying. And I say this all the time, Marty. I say, you know what? Each and every one of us, everyone listening, you, me, even if we're empowered, we still have so much more power than we think. And it, so to take that exercise that you're sharing, you know, let's just get in touch with that power that's around us, that's that's everywhere, that's in this present moment, but that's also deep within the very center of ourselves. Just to sit in that place and open your mind to that possibility. I do think that that can really start to shift somebody's life and help get them on track in a millisecond. It can, and it doesn't take long. And then you take steps um, in, in your life to, oh, go ahead and ask me another question. I'm, I'm talking too much. No, but that's exactly what I want to hear. I want you to share with us. You're right on track. You're right on track, Marty. What are some of the steps that we can take to get us on the right track and head in the right direction in our lives. Yeah, the key is an action plan, right? So you want to take action. Now, taking action can be just having a contrary thought. Like you've been thinking negatively about something, just turn it around. If you've been feeling a, a, an emotion that is um, that is a negative emotion, replace it with a positive emotion. And and um, it, 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 there are things. For instance, in my own life, <laughs> I realized that my life has been just a series of bad habits. Like my day, my average day was just a, a succession of bad habits repeated over and over again. Negative thoughts, negative feelings, um, mm-hmm. doing the wrong things for myself, for my health. So I thought, I just, I, you know, I just, I wake up in the morning and the first thing I would do was just, just say to myself, life is good. And thank you, thank you, thank you. That I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, and then I would just start to ride that wave of, of, of celebration, and that I don't have to score today. You know, anyway, my kids because I was an addict. I thought, oh my gosh, you know, I've got all these. Possibilities. And then, and then I would get up and I would uh, uh, brush my teeth and floss. You know, I just really enjoy that process of self care. You know, mm-hmm. and shower, and I I would work out. I would do like, and, and then uh, I would incorporate my mantras at the same. You know what? I, 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 I think all your listeners probably know what mantras are, but they're a, a short, quick, alliterative phrase that you can use in your mind. Uh, and in mine, uh, uh, my first uh, mantra was, there's hope after dope. 
So I'd get down, I'd be doing my crunches. You know, I said with every crunch, I'd say, there's hope. I after, love hope, that. After, after, after. I love and that. And it would just launch me. And then I'd get this energy and I'd just be this rejoicing. And my day would go on. And, and I began to do all the things that, that people who are happy do. And it was so quick. You know, it really doesn't take that long for everything to change. And of course I was poor. And of course I had like no car, no driver's license. I mean, there was nothing, but I was, everything had changed because I was happy. So I'd be walking down the road, you know, and I was looking for, um, you know, looking for a job. I mean, the whole thing that it was different because it was me and I was having, I had a power and doors began to open, you know, then my next vehicle was a bicycle, you know, and I'd get up and I'd have my Anyway, and then jump on that bicycle and go, oh, man, I got a vehicle, you know. And then the next thing I knew, I had my driver's license. So, I, so, I mean, it was just up from rock bottom. <laughs> I love that. I mean, you've, I'm going to just break this down, what you share with me, because I think it's so powerful, Marty. I want people to really hear this. So yes, take action what you celebrate each action. I exactly. Guess that's what so, I should have said in a nutshell. <laughs> yeah. So the first thing you would do when you would affirm, wake up in the morning, is affirm that life is good, and maybe it didn't feel like yeah. it, but to affirm it and then consider what exactly. you were grateful for. I think that exactly. is like programming the navigation system in our vehicle if we have one, and then yes, the self care. Self-care, self-care, mm-hmm. care for yourself. We said we want other people yes. to care for us, but I don't think we can attract somebody that's going to care for us until we care for ourselves. Simple exactly. things, you know, simple exactly. things. I yes. love that. And then move, mm-hmm. work out, move your body yes. and Get plug your in those whole mantras. Body into it. Yes. yes. Bring your whole body into the process. That's fantastic. Yes. And then, you know, my husband at one point, I was like, you know what? Just keep affirming grace and ease. And he goes, but it's ah. not graceful and easy. And I said, affirm it, fake it till you make it. And yes. he, he ended up coming back. So, you know what? It helped. It seems like things smoothed yes. out. Yeah, fake it till you make it is so true, or to act as if. And I did a lot of that starting out. I would just, I would assume a posture like, oh, I, I have everything I need, <laughs> and then just act like it. Yes, yeah, so that's that's great. Fake it till you make it. You know, it. I say perfect. that too, Marty. You know, okay. it's like, what is it you think you need to be happy? And now get into the feeling state. Pretend you have that right now. Get into that yes. feeling state because that feeling state is going to make it your future. Getting yes. into the feeling yes. state will make it your future. That's yes, and visualization, I, I also use visualization yes. for a car, you know, during the bicycle period and everything, <laughs> and I, I had a car plan, a visualization, and um, I put, you know, I, I had to put a taped a thing up on my mirror of the type of car, and I had the visualization in my mind, and the car came my way, and it was a used car, it was a used red Honda Civic. And I, um, I had been visualizing a brand new red Honda Civic, but this one was only a few years old, but I got it. And I got it fixed. It had a little bit of body work, um, body damage. And then uh, so the most terrible thing happened, like after a couple months of having this car, and I'd been driving an old wreck for a couple of years before that. But anyway, right after I got the car, I was in a wreck, and it wasn't my fault. It was like somebody hit me, and it was just, completely demolished the car, but I but I wasn't hurt. Okay, so no car again. I thought, what happened? My visualization, right? But when I got the insurance, I was able to buy the same car, but the brand new Honda Civic. <laughs> and I thought, oh my gosh, wow, that's that so was funny. really wild. That was like a, you know, but I got my visualization, my original visualization came to me, you know? 
Now, it's like I, what I sometimes when we really think that's the worst thing that can happen. <laughs> in fact, there's blessings in it, and it could turn around to be the best thing that happened. That's, yes, that's yes, fantastic. Yeah, it wasn't the worst thing, but at the time I thought, oh my gosh, this is the worst thing that right. could have happened to me. I had right. my visualization, but I couldn't hold on to it. But then once I got over my whole drama reaction, and I got over it pretty quickly because I, I <laughs> you know, I realized, oh, wait a minute, this is just a car accident. I mean, this is, I wasn't even hurt. Nobody was hurt. You know, I just lost a car. It's no big deal, you know? So then I was on. But yeah, yeah. and then I realized, wow, this is a perfect mm-hmm. process of visual. Yes. So, so Marty, we only have about a minute left here, and I want people oh, to know I'm how sorry. to get a copy of your book or connect with you. So how how can okay. we do that? Oh, wonderful. Okay. Well, my book is Never Give In to Fear, as you said, and so a quick URL to my website, martymcgibbon.com. Just, just say, um, just put in nevergiveintofear.com, and that will get you to uh, my website. And if you want to get to get the book, it's on Amazon. Um, and it's any bookstore. I mean, I'm with a big distributor. Uh, it's internationally distributed. The ebook is available on every platform except Sony. And uh, the physical book, you can you can call one eight hundred booklog b o o k l o g to get to my distributor. Or most people just go to Amazon. You can go to my Amazon page. My books. I just did a promo on it, and it ended today. But uh, it's um. Reached number twenty-two on the uh, Kindle bestseller list during during my promo. So, uh, well, Marty, anyway, thank you so much for sharing part of your story. Thank you for just your generosity of heart. Thank you to my listeners. I hope you took away some really great simple steps that can help you spiraling up in your life. God bless you. Come hang out with me at Journey to Center or Tammy B PhD. God bless you. Onward and upward. Bye for Onward now. Onward and upward. Thank you, Tammy. Bye, Marty. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay.